exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. Hard white guy blowhard. White guy blowhard. White Coulter, Doctor Ingram, uh, uh, Glenn Beck, yeah, Glenn uh, Beck. Alan Combs, uh, Dan Bennett. Uh, what's the What's the chick doctor? Doctor Ingram. No, there's another one. The oh, Doctor Laura. Doctor Laura oh. Schlesinger. Yeah, yeah oh, her the the horse faced kid. Ew! Uh, wow, she's really ugly. She's a lot <laughs> uglier than I thought. Yeah, it's uh. Fat white guy blowhard, fat white guy blow. The funny thing is, is they're not only just white uh, blowhard guys; they're fat and white and blowhards. That's all radio. There's not a single not fat, non-white guy in uh, talk radio. Apparently, it's <sighs> the industry of the elite. What can but I hey, say? they. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is my favorite two-pager. Uh, Rush Limbaugh, oh, America's man. truth detector. Look at that. That is a he is so high on Oxycontin he's, right now. Yeah, he's. Um, <laughs> I want to take that actually and put that up. Um, I'll use it for toilet paper. In fact, that's what I'll do with it. Oh, radio. Uh, and there's actually. A, I'm going to talk about a, a couple subscriptions I got from Christmas later, and there's a, something to do with radio in there. But anyway, well, you know that. Radio that is talked about in that magazine is probably not nearly as good as this award-winning talk show. Speaking of award-winning talk show, take a wild guess at who is the MAB College Station of the Year uh, once again. Uh, CMU? Oh, no. Totally wrong. In fact, it is, again, once again, The Impact, WDBM-FM, right here from Michigan State University, College Station of the Year 2007. That's right. Once again. We uh, that's uh, seven years, uh, six of the past seven, uh, besides two thousand one, two thousand two, all in a row. We're pretty badass. So anyway, welcome back from spring break, everybody. Four three two three eight nine three are the numbers to get a hold of us uh, via the phones, or of course, Impact Happy Hour. It's our screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, Gomio, our hookup from Japan, has been sending me all sorts of great emails with pictures of uh, Japanese vending machines, and they are awesome. Japanese vending machines range from booze to porn. It is fantastic. I heard that you can get used women's panties from, from vending it machines It would not Japan. surprise me, but uh, the, he, he's taking pictures of us and sending them to, sending them to us, so uh, it's pretty fantastic. So thanks, uh, Gomio. We're going to talk about those a little later. Uh, half of the uh, Impact staff is off to uh, South by Southwest west this week so uh the biggest thing in music our favorite 80s uh miami vice producer uh the reverend craig terrell who has a sweet beard growing at this point how yeah. are you um i now am the guy that people approach at part you know how everyone has the rap metal friend yeah or the hippie friend that's like hey man you are you holding <laughs> yeah no, I'm, I'm the guy now that the girls pull aside and are like you know, I thought, oh, I look hot now because of my beard. No, mm -hmm. no. They just think you're holding? They're like, hey, hey, <laughs> do you know where I can get some Coke? <laughs> to to, to uh, Terrell's credit, he does, he's straight, he's like a bad guy circa 1986 Miami Vice. Yeah, you look like you could have gone into the Delta Force with Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So we were just talking about... And like one. Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty sweet. Uh, we uh, and he's kind of you kind of have the feathering to the hair too, yeah. which is even I better. I got a haircut today, and I told her I'm going for the '80s Feather '80s it. bad guy look. So <laughs> let's, let's just do it. Let's we're, stop pretending. Very good. We were uh, we were just talking about getting back from spring break. I didn't particularly do anything, but there weren't very many people around. 
uh, for spring break. So um, I haven't heard any fantastic stories yet, though I will say that the impactors are generally not the uh, crazy Girls Gone Wild spring break crowd. So you're saying that you're trying to solicit some good spring break stories? Absolutely. If anybody wants to share them with us, uh, you can either... There's a couple ways to do it. I understand if you don't... uh, I have a couple uh, stories from spring break pasts that I wouldn't exactly want to share over the year. But uh, you can share them with me at uh, Impact Happy Hour. That's our screen name. Or, of course, you can just email them to me, uh, brock at impact89fm.org. Or, of course, you can give us a call, 432-3893. Let's move on to some stuff uh, coming up. Obviously, tonight uh, we're going to talk about the NCAA tournament here a little later. Uh, The uh, men's team up against Marquette, 720. So in about 15 minutes. Uh, I have not seen a, a professional bracket in the past week that has us winning tonight, so uh, we'll see. There hasn't been an upset all day. Not Let me that fill I'm... in for Jason here. Oh, uh, word on the street is Marquette plays Michigan State style basketball better than Michigan State does. Well, being that it's coached by Tom Crean, that does, mm-hmm. does not surprise me. So we'll see. They are without their. Um, was he uh, is he a guard there without tonight? I don't remember what his name is. That's this is why we this isn't this a sports recent? show. Yeah, yeah. I haven't I haven't seen the injury report <clears throat> um, lately. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, moving on, I was talking. We were talking earlier. Terrell missed out on it about uh, the fabulous trade magazines. Um, uh, for Christmas, my brother, um, God bless my brother, he got me a couple uh, subscriptions to magazines. One. Uh, to Maxim, which is fantastic. Nice. The other two, although losing losing its its steam, it I is. think it's it's not as cleverly funny as it used to be. It's more it used to be really cleverly it's funny. Getting fratish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other uh, magazine is uh, I still don't mind the the, the Christina Aguilera layout, for example. Oh, indeed, that's a hot. <sighs> the other magazine my brother got me for a year subscription was Muscle and Fitness, and I have to wonder. Um, I'm obviously I'm probably one of the only impactors in history to have a subscription to Muscle and Fitness, uh, but I have to say I don't. One thing I don't understand is if any anybody out there has seen these style of magazines, you'd understand. Um, first of all, ninety percent of the magazine is advertisements. Yeah. Um, and in every single one of those advertisements, I do not understand how this the advertisers do not get sued because in every single one of those advertisements they have the before and after and all those guys are so sauced up they are have like they're 300 pounds before this 320 pounder with eight percent body fat took our product muscle tech or some ridiculous thing and now he's at 320 pounds with only four percent body like it's so blatantly obvious that every single person in those advertisements are on the sauce and yet they can get away with portraying that. Like, I gr- granted, anybody with a uh, brain cell in their head should be able to figure out that those people are obviously on anabolic substances, the women included, by the way. But uh, it's how I keep. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> oh, oh no! Don't bring back the uh, China doll uh, video. But uh, you got a standing beef with steroids, don't you? Well, no, no, no. I, I, I actually think steroids can uh, are could be beneficial for some people. But um, and are you I trying to say something, dude? I don't have a problem with you, dude. I if I could afford them and if I could find them, I would totally use them. Oh, I thought you were making a dig about me. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm just going to say, uh, those chicken legs aren't getting any bigger. No, I just... Yeah, they are. I, <laughs> I eat more hot dogs than I used to. No, I just don't understand how everything else in this country is a lawsuit waiting to happen, except 
for uh, things like that. You would think that you would be able to, uh, you would be able to, you wouldn't be able to get away with it. But whatever. Uh, David, our uh, our engineer, uh, Jarrell McNeil, uh, is out for Marquette with a, a sprained right thumb. Wow, that's a uh, that's a very uh, Michigan State style uh, injury. But uh, he will yeah. not be in for Marquette tonight. So was he a starter? What was his yeah. stats? He's a starter. I don't know. Don't make David do that much work. He's got to push enough buttons as it is. No, oh, I thought I thought you were you were putting the pushing the buttons. No, I, he is. I'm not going to look that stuff up. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Their star forward is out tonight with uh, hurt feelings. <laughs> yeah, he got dumped by, and uh, so he's out. So anyway, um, I was just I was reading the magazine earlier. I just could not figure out how people can get away with that kind of stuff. Um, I, obviously, no one else cares, but uh, if you're stupid enough to actually fall for the fact that... Uh, and by the way, all these supplements and things they sell are not cheap uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Well, even if you go to the store and just get GNC protein, it's it's expensive. It's yeah, a lot, yes. a lot yeah. more expensive than you'd think it would be. Uh, yeah, well, there's a reason for that. And uh, if you go on the internet, you'll find out that things are much less expensive on the internet. So anyway, let's talk about movies. I saw a movie last week. I that, did too. Um, I, I and I've I've had uh, listened to a couple past shows, uh, and I've heard myself say over and over again, "Oh my God, I can't wait for Ghost Rider to come out." Oh my God, it's gonna be so good. It is one of the worst terrible movies I have ever seen in my entire life. Finally saw it, huh? And the funny thing is, like. I I thought it would be in the same vein as like the Punisher, Hellboy, you know those the those s- style medium. Yeah, but I I expected to like it even though it would be cheesy. Not only is Nicolas Cage a terrible actor in the movie, the script is absolutely terrible. Um, and I mean the CG is kind of cool, but yeah. it's just it's awful. And my girlfriend walked out. She's like, "Oh, I like that movie." Uh, how how she ended up liking that movie, I don't know. But it's absolutely well, maybe, the okay, worst. Didn't you say that you had read the comic book? I had in the past, yeah. Right, so maybe... But it's been so long that I, I remember almost nothing. It's been okay. probably 15 years. Well, I was going to say maybe they geared it more towards the casual moviegoer rather than the hardcore fan, like the X-Men... You know, struck a balance. Uh, I and... was I watched it as purely a moviegoer that had nothing, knew nothing of the past no of the comic book. You didn't it's... expect for the mythos no. of Ghost Rider to be extended. No, and it it is absolutely terrible. How Awful. was Eva Mendes? I the whole time she looks like Gina Gershon to me in that mm, movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, while the movie was being terrible, I just kept thinking about Showgirls, and uh, and then I. Would, I and that's would, bad. I would, yeah. yeah, that's terrible. And uh, I think Showgirls would hold a candle to Ghost Rider. Let's just wow. put it that way. It's terrible. That's rough, terrible. man. I, I feel bad for you. I, I got to see a really good movie. So, uh, Zodiac. Which I was looking at the night we decided to yeah, go see Ghost Rider. Fincher and good yeah. and great reviews. Oh, really good. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal is in it. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Um, also, Anthony Edwards of Dr. Green fame. On ER fame, who yeah. died off, what was it, like 10 seasons ago? Yeah, Clocking like in at almost three hours in length. Doesn't seem like it? Uh, no, no, it seems like it's long, but it holds your attention throughout the whole thing. It, it doesn't dip. You're, you, you do feel that it's really long, but it's not a boring long. Like, there are some movies I've seen that are three hours, and you're like, okay, when's this going to end? <laughs> But um, Pirates of the Caribbean 2. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like that. Exactly. That's a great 
it's a great example. But this movie definitely holds your attention throughout the end. And even though the crime technically, legally, was never solved, um, right? The 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 true characters who this movie is based on um, come up with some interesting in, interesting uh, conclusions at the end. Does it look very seventies? Because that's when it took place, isn't it? Sixties, seventies. Yeah, it looks. It's really authentic. Um, like some of the things they did that I read about was they made sure that the the news um, part of it is takes place in a newspaper office, mm-hmm. a newsroom, and they made sure that um, you know the walls were really yellow because everybody was smoking all the time nice. and people smoking in the elevator and in the boardroom. That was just one of the little touches that really kind of made it seventies. Um, the the clothes obviously probably an easy part but that was really good and the movie does take place over about a 20 year period yeah so um the progression was really natural and really great as far as um the set design and the costumes it's really really excellent so uh dr kilometer giving a big thumb thumbs up to zodiac highly recommended highly recommended i've not seen a bad review for it yet pretty much though I, i gotta warn the uh the radio audience that if you thought The Departed was violent, this movie is probably equally as violent. Awesome. I like violence in movies. Especially, especially at the beginning when all the, the, the murders happen. All right. Uh, movies opening this week. Now, I haven't heard anything about this movie. It's not rated, therefore it's not playing anywhere around here. It's called Caffeine, uh, starring Mina Suvari, who I think is one of the hottest young women on the face of the planet. Um, and reminds me that I have uh, I found paparazzi pictures that I need to show you later if you are a fan. Uh, all pretty much the only besides Breck and Meyer, uh, Callum Blue, a bunch of names I really don't recognize. Battle of the Sexes. It looks like it's um, it's kind of like a weighted, uh, but uh, more uh, sexual, <laughs> but and without weighted? the restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> waiting. Or waiting, I'm sorry, okay. yeah, uh, without uh, without the uh, restaurant. But uh, that is out this week. Uh, a few other movies. Uh, I think I love my wife, and I. This is of course the new movie um, from uh, from Fox Searchlight, uh, produced, directed, and starring Chris Rock. Um, and mm. I, I saw this past week. All these these big uh, big names usually go on. Uh, what's that E show with? Uh, Talk soup. No, not talk soup. The actor studio with what's his name? That's Bravo. Oh, that's Bravo. Okay. Uh, his name is James Lipton. James Lipton from Detroit. Uh, and uh, he he was on there. It was like a two hour special all about Chris Rock. And uh, so many people talk about how great that show is. And it's nothing like specifically the Chris Rock episode was nothing more than like a self indulgent like, how great am I? I produced this movie. Spe- Steven Spielberg thinks I'm a great producer. That's what that's what every <clears throat> episode is like. I know. Well, have you ever seen the uh, sketches where on Saturday Night Live where Will Ferrell spoofs James Lipton? Exactly. Totally accurate. Yeah. It, totally it, accurate. What is your favorite curse word? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. sound do you love? Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it is, and that's the whole show. And then it's. James Lipton saying, oh, you're so great. Here's a clip of a movie that you were great in. And yeah. then everybody claps, and 
the actor actress blushes and then james lipton keeps going so anyway chris rock was on it this week uh for his movie i think i love my wife you're seeing a lot of ads on it uh on television well at least i've been seeing a lot of ads yeah for i've been it. seeing a lot uh and basically the premise of the movie richard cooper has it all his wife brenda is beautiful intelligent and a fantastic mother to his children but there's just one little problem take a wild guess what it is bedroom He's bored out of his suburban businessman's mind. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, Fox Searchlight and uh, I Think I Love My Wife, that is out this week. Way to draw on your roots, Chris Rock, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure that all happened to you. Uh, as far as other movies out this week, The Last Mimsy, uh, which makes absolutely no sense to me. I started seeing ads for it uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's a... it's kids that find some weird glowy thing from oh, um mm -hmm. the future and uh i the the ads don't make sense but uh, it looks like it might be a good kids movie i haven't even heard anything about it um and uh, hollywood.com is really sucking right now as far as speed wise uh two children discover a mysterious box that contains some strange devices they think are toys oh, that, no. that sounds like my childhood but it didn't turn out that way it wasn't anything from the future i can tell you that horse bones <laughs> no it wasn't that either it's like, wow, these are really futuristic batteries. Uh, as the children play with these toys, they begin to display higher and higher intelligent, well, intelligence levels. Their teacher tells their parents that they seem to have grown beyond genius. Um, it's a New Line Cinema flick. Um, Jolie Richardson, Megan McKinnon, um, not many names in there that you're going to recognize. Jolie either. Richardson is the plays the wife on Nip Tuck. Yes. So she uh, she's obviously doing a big-time movie with that. Um, other movies uh, coming next week. Terrell can name the one big movie coming next week. What is it? Is it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. no. Aqua Teen Hunger oh, Force. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Colon. Movie film for theaters. The Hills Have Eyes 2 also opening. Uh, what do you expect to see from the Aqua Teen movie? I would assume Terrell was the guy that introduced... When I was living with Terrell, he introduced Donnie and I to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And it was weird because when we lived in our that house, our personalities broke down into yeah. those three characters. <laughs> yeah. And I'm happy to say I was Shay. Yeah, yeah. Terrell was the veritable master Shay. Was, was Donnie Miwad? No. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, Brock, the voice of reason. I was the voice of reason, basically. Um, the, uh, the synopsis is... Uh, reveals the mysterious origins of Meatwad, Frylock, and Master Shake when an immortal piece of exercise equipment threatens to balance or threatens the balance of galactic peace. It's up to the Aquatine Hunger Force to run away from it. Uh, peril escalates with the Plutonians team up with the cyber the cybernetic ghost of Christmas Past, who is on an episode like first season, to strive for ultimate control of the sinister deadly device. I expect this to be uh, an hour long episode of Aquatine and yes. completely awesome. Yeah, pretty much like the uh, the untold story, the Stewie Griffin untold story. Basically, a which that wasn't too good actually. I hope this is a lot better than that. I wasn't that disappointed with it. Hmm. Um, okay. What's this movie rated? What's R? It's R. rated R. Excellent celebrity curse words. Fantastic. See, my I want to know which music celebrity guests that they're gonna have on because Aquatine Hunger Force has had some surprising ones. They've had Danzig, Zach Wild. Um, Ted Dugent, yeah, Andrew WK, the uh, uh, infamous party 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 episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
We, uh, I, I'm sure the entire panel will end up seeing uh, that particular movie. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes 2 also out next week. I can't imagine anybody would actually go see that. Uh, Rain Over Me, a movie coming out next week that actually, I'm not a big Sandler guy, um, but this movie, and I abhor movies based around 9-11, but this is actually one movie where two wrongs might actually make a right. Uh, Rain Over Me, uh, two former college roommates, Charlie Feynman and Alan Johnson, run into each other uh, years later and rekindle their friendship. Charlie, who recently lost his wife and children, has retreated from his life, while Alan is overwhelmed by his family and professional responsibilities. Um, the, from the two trailers I've seen thus far, it looks interesting, hopefully. Yeah, I agree. I think it looks really good. Hopefully we'll see. Also out next week, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's true, they're back uh, 20 years too late. Um, honestly, I was talking with friends. We, I was at band rehearsal or something, and we were watching American Idol, and um, and we saw an ad for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Why Why did they decide to bring... There's no, usually when they bring a movie back like this, it's because there's been a resurgence in the popularity. popularity right. This is coming out of nowhere like 15 years later. I, I, I just don't understand what they just like, oh, we can make a... Uh, it's not cheap, because obviously it's all incredibly CG. Well, the CG. teenagers now, um, their retro is our childhood right now, so maybe I think it's but I, cashing I, in on that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was huge when I was 10? Yeah, no, that's that's right. And I, I'm now I 27? That, yeah, I was about, I was about you know, 8 or so, yeah. I think. So eight, nine, second grade, third grade. I remember waiting in line to see that movie. Uh, Patrick Stewart is in this movie. The voice of April O'Neil is Sarah Michelle Gellar. Really? Yeah. Man. What does Patrick Stewart play? Uh, the voice of Winters, which I hope he's a bad guy. Uh, Splinter is voiced by Mako. Kevin Smith is also a voice in this movie. Um, but I don't see any other names that I recognize. So, um, I think from what I understand, a couple of these names, uh, are guys who did the original cartoon for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So it's an hour and 30 minutes long, surprisingly. I figured Hmm. it'd be much shorter, but, uh, 20 minutes. Yeah. So, uh, that is out next week. And, uh, for the most part, more movies on the way. Blades of Glory. I have no interest in seeing that movie. I have been excited about that movie since I read about it originally online like a year ago and I, <laughs> i've seen i've i saw the trailer before ghost rider and i'm like this looks even more ridiculous than it sounds okay I, so you saw the trailer so you know the premise yeah i understand the premise i uh, think the premise is brilliant i think the, the actors that, are brilliant i think the fact that they have craig t nelson as the coach is brilliant yeah uh will ferrell and john heater and uh amy poehler in the movie craig will t arnett. nelson will arnett um, basically the synopsis is when rival figure skaters Chaz Michael Michaels and a Jimmy McElroy go ballistic in an embarrassing, no-holds-barred fight at the world championships, they're stripped of their gold medals and banned from the sport for life. By the way, it's uh, figure skating, if you haven't figured that out by now. PG-13, it uh, comes out on the 30th of March, so look forward to that. Um, a movie's not so far off, um, but we will be talking a lot about... Uh, I thought I just saw... No, I guess April is not particularly a big movie. Yeah, we're kind uh, of in a dead zone right now. I actually was out at Eastwood Town Center mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, or actually a few days ago, and I walked into NCG to figure I could kill a few hours, watch a movie. I looked at the chart, like, like, all the movies, and I just walked back out. Yeah. 
Spider-Man 3 is the next big movie that hits uh, theaters May 4th. So, uh, other than that, uh, there's a wow, few... Wow, that soon. Yeah, it's 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 surprisingly soon. So, apparently there was a uh, full version of it out on the internet well, like three months ago. So, that's not, uh, not any huge surprise. I didn't hear that. By the way, the uh, weekly uh, box office top five, uh, 300 outperformed itself hugely. Nobody expected to do what it did. Pulled in $70.9 million in the weekend, the highest grossing March opening weekend ever. Third highest R-rated movie opening ever. And and the biggest IMAX opening ever. And so they're attributing it a lot to the uh, gamer crew, which obvi- it makes sense because mm-hmm. it's it looks very much like a gamer movie. I want to go see it. Uh, yeah, because, I don't. It, really? It, yeah, it just it looks like... It's just, I don't know, something really homoerotic about it. Well, I mean, it is Spartans, it, but it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, Although I did hear... You know, interesting, I don't mean to cut you off. Interesting about this mo- thing about this movie is um, some people are starting to complain a little bit that it's racist. Against Iranians, right? Yep. Isn't that the like, deal? it's like yeah. the perfect movie for the time to be... I also heard that a classic line, there's a couple classic pro-America lines in the film that somehow made their way in there. And the my favorite of all time, freedom isn't free, finds its way into this movie somewhere. America. Costs a <laughs> bucko five. Freedom isn't free. Uh, Wild Hogs in, in number two. I can't believe anybody's going to see that movie. That Wasn't that number one uh, last week? Yeah, yeah. Uh, ridiculous. Uh, Bridge to Terabithia at number three. Ghost Rider dropping off the charts completely. And Zodiac, uh, a paltry $23.6 million in its opening weekend, which is uh, not surprising. No, it opened two weeks ago. Okay, well, then that's even worse. <laughs> He's only garnered $6 million last weekend, so 23 total so far. So uh, I can imagine that that's not going as well as they had expected, but... Uh, there's a, a few uh, movies out. Black Snake Moan, a uh, huge bomb, and I don't know anybody that's gone to see that. By the way, you can add your input, uh, 432-3893 or Impact Happy Hours, or screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. Um, the Astronaut Farmer, we, none of us have seen that yet either, which uh, is unbelievable. There's uh, too many other big movies that need to be seen, and... And uh, you know, has anybody have... seen Reno 911 Miami yet? No. <laughs> I love how we're all like, we're gonna go see this movie, and three weeks later, still haven't I'm seen broke. the movie. Yeah, it no, takes, I know. Yeah, it takes cash. You yeah, know, no. you I gotta know? take cans back. The one movie that I really wanted to see, uh, and I totally agree with you, Terrell. I just took change back the other day. Uh, the number twenty three, I was looking forward to, and then I've heard from people who have seen it that said it's really not worth going to see, which is kind of. I've heard it's absolutely terrible. Really. Yeah. That's a little upsetting. So, on to DVDs. Out this week, besides uh, besides that, uh, Casino Royale, uh, even bigger, out this week. Great film. Biggest selling Blu-ray disc yet. The first Blu-ray disc to break into like uh, Amazon's like top ten or something like that. A, a movie that I think uh, you thought was uh, precious or oh, darling, so good. Uh, The Holiday, out on DVD this yeah, week. Yeah, The Holiday was really good. Wow, that that's really quick. They yeah, really that, got that out the door quick. That's you know, how they do it now. Because I just saw that movie in the middle of January. Yeah. It's out this week. Uh, Short Bus out on uh, DVD. Harsh Times uh, featuring Christian Bale. Uh, and that's about it as far as out on DVD this week. TV was a... Did you guys see South Park last night? Yes. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Did you see it, Doctor? It's, it's on my TiVo. They I, are two for two with the new episodes so oh far. Oh my god, we can't even talk about the premise of the sto- of the show on this show. Okay, it's that good. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... Although the good part is that uh, because of the premise, uh, Butters ends up his father thinks that he's bi curious, so he sends him to a, a Christian deprogramming camp. And all these all these gay kids are like trying to be reprogrammed, and they're all killing themselves yeah, in their they, rooms. They're, they're dying left and right. <laughs> it is why it's a great episode. South Park, uh, still fantastic. India, it's so cutting edge. It's the, so good. The racial slur episode the uh, week before. I, the funny thing is, I did I did not see that one. But the funny thing is that all the anti uh, N word people loved the episode. Everybody that was like the that were saying were for the banishment of the n-word loved the episode so from what i understand it's a fairly powerful powerful episode of south park we all love our morality in south park television so uh we look south park is the one show it's the one cartoon show that keeps consistently getting better over time as opposed to getting worse family guys already starting to get horrible you know that that reminds me uh i i saw the uh the new family guy this past sunday the premise, um, I barely remember, but basically Peter starts hanging out with Bill Clinton, and of course they're all out partying and stuff. And it, it turns out that um, uh, Lois ends up sleeping with Bill Clinton. And the whole thing is that they then the premise is well to keep the marriage together they've got to find someone for with that Peter can sleep with. It was a really weird episode. Yeah. Like there yeah, were not funny anymore. It's just like there was a couple laugh out loud parts, but like, it, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's it's getting it's like ridiculous and random. Yeah. And not in that funny way anymore. It's just like the gag is over. No one told him yet. Yeah. Well, I I do like the last week's episode with the uh which was the redneck where Peter became a redneck and then the plane taking off. I I gave up on that show long ago. There there's still some good parts. I still watch it every Sunday, but of course I also watch The Simpsons every Sunday, which Yeah, so do I. This week was absolutely terrible once again. They tried to do a spoof of 300 with uh, cardboard boxes and uh I don't I would they just need to put that show out of its misery. Seriously. After the movie. Uh I I think that might uh, that might be the idea. Uh by the way, the new show on Fox, The Winner, which they played two episodes, terrible. is absolutely awful. Um, it's one of, it's, it's from one of the writers from family guy and it's just, it's awful Fox sitcom, like the standard procedure. Awful. However, I will say that there is a new show on Fox that's fantastic and it's, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. It's so good. With Jeff Foxworthy, isn't it? Yeah. It's the perfect host. And amazingly, the get her done population isn't smarter than a fifth grader. So it makes for great entertainment. Something else I've been watching on uh, on TV lately. I'm a sucker for this stuff. I love to jackass. Um, But doesn't anybody, as much as the the skateboarding and like extreme crowd uh, love Bam Margera and that crew, Bam's unholy, Unholy Union... Uh, if you've seen any of that on MTV as of late, it's just the most contrived, like terrible television. I I used to love the Jackass stuff, the Bam stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, Viva la Bam, all that stuff. This is it's absolutely terrible. The premise is he and his his uh, high school sweetheart are getting married, and it's not his high school sweetheart, her, is it? Well, it's his grade school sweetheart. Because she he he dated another girl for a long time. <laughs> right, but this girl he's known for his entire. I'm not going to get into how he knows a girl. Anyways, nobody cares. but but you know what i agree with you because i watched about 20 minutes of of the very first episode 
because you know I was excited about it because I'm like you. You know I like I like the CKY, I like the Viva La Bam, I like Jackass, and it, it was so bad and so boring that I didn't even have the 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 need to finish the episode. I was just like twenty minutes. I I know that there's like five minutes left in this episode click the funny thing is you always know what's going to happen you know they're going to get drunk and they're going to do something stupid i will say though that uh the sh- the episode last night that i saw that some of the uh, stupid things that they did like his best friend is trying to be his best man uh and he was making him do things um there were some laugh out loud moments of this stuff that like he was you know punching him in the face trying to give him black eyes so he could be the first human raccoon real life real life in uh viva la bam land but the, also Vito got charged with yeah, some bad stuff that's why you don't see him anymore yeah uh but they did uh it was also i don't know if it was a new episode last night um but it was uh he it was his bachelor party in vegas with all the jackass guys uh minus johnny knoxville and um it was so funny because they had this huge hotel room and they just he got so loaded that there was like a hundred chicks back in his room uh with uh and all the jackass guys and bam is like passed out and it, i that's a little no way that happened i mean you film okay i'm gonna go pass out on the bed right now you film that so it seems like i'm really down to earth and lame and then as soon as i stop filming it's gonna you know whatever I you know, know. A cable show i've been watching that's really good Dirty Jobs. I love Mike Rowe and Dirty Jobs. I watched I watched the episode um, that he worked in the the uh, terracotta plant. Yeah, the, I I've seen almost every episode of Dirty Jobs. Oh, yeah. It's a fantastic premise. The way they shoot it is great. Mike Rowe. And they're not patronizing to the people that they are with. No, at not all. at all. Not at all. And I mean, they're with some really bumpkin farmer like types, and they're you know they're, these are all L.A. guys, and they're out there working and shoveling manure and stuff. I I really like my that favorite show. ones when they go with the uh, Los Angeles sanitation crew that oh, cleans yeah. out and- the drains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fantastic show. Uh, that is uh, Viva, the uh, Discovery Channel. Uh, the I'm trying to think what else is on Discovery Channel we've been watching lately. Um, the American Chopper moved from Discovery over to Learning Channel. It's kind of getting tired already. Yeah. Uh, two angry, you know, angry big bike meatheads uh, going at it every show. You know, yeah. you know. Uh, this just I just remembered this about about Bam. Um, after he got back from his honeymoon in Dubai, oh yeah, Dubai. they got busted for drug use or well, or... they they got they got um, body or... cavity searched. Yeah, <laughs> but after he got back, he crashed his Lamborghini. Oh, that's right, DUI style. Yeah, the purple one. Yeah. Man. Uh Bam, yeah. what you doing, brother? Yeah, no. Oh, by the way, because I we weren't live last week. Um, I loved the fact that the guy on American Idol that, uh, sang Pearl Jam, uh, Jeremy got kicked off. <laughs> did you hear that? I did. Something else that's making me sick. I watch that show all the time. On a daily basis. I complained about this on the air last week that they just started playing this about a week and a half ago. Thank you so much, Courtney Love. We know you needed more money for all the blow and heroin in the world. Uh, but thanks for selling off, uh, all of, uh, Nirvana's rights or 50% yeah, of what she sold off. Here in the mind, like. MLB MLB 2007 for uh, the new Major League Baseballs for Xbox 360, I think. Uh, Breed is what they play in the background. Yeah, I've never heard a Nirvana song on TV unless... Well, there's a reason. There's a reason. And they're using a song that isn't even a B-side from a record that is now 16 years old. Ugh. It makes me sick every single time I see it. Yeah, it's like when... uh... 
Reminds me of when uh, Beatles showed up on a Nike commercial way back yeah. when. There was a big stink about That's that. That's all too. thanks to uh, the Michael only good uh, Jackson, by the way. Commercial that I have that I've seen that has integrated a classic song in it was the Cadillac series of commercials where they integrated uh, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Oh, those were good. I hate Led Zeppelin. Uh, but anyway, that uh, that is uh, American Idol. I don't watch it otherwise. It's um, great. The chicks but, uh, are so good this year, but the dudes are the dudes stink. You know, I uh, I was at band rehearsal and uh, those guy that crew watches it, and I was watching it for a little bit, and uh, those guys cannot sing to save their lives. There's two two of the guys are pretty good singers, and the rest are terrible. I wasn't I was impressed though that the beatbox guy did a uh, three eleven tune. Yeah, about ninety percent. Yeah, ninety percent of America was like, "Who is this?" Because he did Jamiroquai before that. He did Jamiroquai, a- and then. Uh, this week, his name is Blake, mm-hmm. by the way. Blake. That's like the standard stoner cool guy at your school. Let's yeah. go hang out with it's Blake. It's either Blake or Dave. <laughs> yeah, or <And> Kurt. <laughs> Blake, uh, he he remixed a Diana Ross song on his Mac, and he gave it to the band to play, and he redid the tempo and everything. He redid Keep Me Hanging On. Oh, what'd they think of it? Uh, they, they didn't like it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was actually pretty good. Simon's awesome. Simon's move. Simon said that it wasn't that bad except if you were to hear that song on the radio you'd turn it off. Right. Hmm. But I thought it was pretty good in the context of the competition. Oh, very good. That is the world of television. Uh, speaking of TV, we are the only uh, radio station out there that will tell you of other things going on concurrently with this radio station on television on television. Obviously right now the Spartans Swish. They are up 8-zip as of right now nice. over Marquette. David, uh, the wonderful engineer, is keeping me up to date. So, uh, I love you, David. 12 minutes in or 12 minutes left? 12 minutes left in the first half. So, uh, wow, low-scoring game. Yeah, Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll be talking NCAA attorney and uh, more stuff about uh, the AG scandal and the college drug study that came out today, circa CNN.com. Uh, in the meantime, we'll take a break. We'll be right back here on 89FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Sunday nights, check out Sitter Spin from 8 to 10 p.m., where you can voice your opinion on what new music we play here on the Impact. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. 
Welcome back to Happy Hour right here on Impact 89 FM. It's Happy Hour. And just uh, during the break, our engineer David let, let us know that uh, apparently I, one of our uh, faithful listeners called up and, uh, or not so faithful, uh, let us know that we watch too much television. I work at a TV station. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we are forced to watch stuff. You know, I, it's a good point, and uh, I, I, I agree that we probably do watch a little too much TV, but when you're... Uh, a total dork like I am about media, specifically Dr. Kilometer. Oh, man, I'm a huge I, media addict. I, I would say probably 80% of the television I watch are for production values and the way they edit stuff. Oh. I mean, yeah, it's nerdy, and it's not going to get me any chicks, but whatever. Uh, I, watch, spe- I watch a lot of TV for that reason, but I also watch TV just for pure entertainment. And, you know, I got a big, big old DVR, so... And you do have a girlfriend, so I do. It's yeah. True. So, by the way, we have a another fabulous happy hour caller. Oh, yeah, caller. Caller, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, any guys holding? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Terrell is. Terrell's holding. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, TiVo rocks. Yes. The only thing that doesn't rock about having a TiVo is when your girlfriend makes you record Gilmore Girls and Grey's Anatomy. Oh, see that that severely demasculinizes your uh, your hard drive on that uh, their TiVo. I know. Now me, we're are you talking to about me? I can't. I yeah. can't hear the caller. No, he, no, he's he's making fun of the fact that his own girlfriend makes him. Uh, yeah, Gilmore Girls. I know all. Caller, caller. I, I have a whole season of Golden. Girls. I don't want to. I don't want to cut you off, caller. But uh, my girlfriend makes me record Grey's Anatomy as well. You poor. Not guy. Gilmore Girls though. It's okay, you know, we all have our ups and downs, I guess. Fantastic. What do you guys know about the Fantastic Four 2 movie? I saw the first trailer for it um, before, I think it was Ghost Rider, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's the uh, Silver Surfer. Or, uh, the... Yeah, another comic book hero they're dusting off to ruin in a crappy movie. <laughs> I honestly, I never saw the first one because I was I was never a big terrible? fan. I was never a big fan, though I do love Jessica Alba, by the Indeed, way. Indeed, I saw it. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> but I, aside from what I saw of, of the trailer, I don't know a lot about it. I don't even actually... I can look up and see when it comes out, but I, I don't know much about it. I, I had heard a rumor that Galactus was showing up at the end. I just didn't know if any of y'all knew anything about that. We um, we are super nerds, but not on that front. But uh, we Man, can. Now I feel bad. No, oh, dude, don't feel bad. Trust me. We <laughs> we uh, we get complaints about watching too much television, so it's all good. Yeah. Cool. You, cool. Well, we appreciate your input, bra. Rock on. Have all fun. All right, dude. Thanks for calling. Sure. So uh, I I need to look up and see when that's coming out. I would imagine it's in the next couple uh, next couple months. I don't even remember the first Fantastic Four doing that well. In the no, theaters. it did pretty well actually. Did it? Yeah, it it did do pretty well, and. Um, I mean, it had good actors in it. I, they just didn't do much with it. It had Michael Chiklis from The Shield in it. Oh, yeah, um, as The Thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and it had, um, of course, Jessica Alba, and then it had um, the Julian McMahon guy from um, Nip Tuck. Um, That's one show that I hear everybody talk about that I never actually watched. Oh, yeah, Nip Tuck uh, is great. By the way, uh, the Spartans up 14-zip. 14-zip, wow. Marquette has yet to score. Uh, How much time do we have left in... uh, Three minutes. That can't be right. No way. 14-3. Oh, okay. Well, it's 14-3 now. How many minutes is there left in the game there, David? Ten minutes left. The first half of the first first half, and they've scored three points. Wow, well, they're on on track to uh, score a whole 15 points or so, so... Okay, oh, maybe, maybe we're cruising to a victory and yeah. to face um, North Carolina. 
So, yeah. By the way, uh, the one thing that upsets me about NCAA tournament action is that it's out on CBS, and they go from game to game, regardless of what game you want to, unless you're paying out the rear with your DirecTV uh, package, package yeah. you can only watch like five minutes of a game at a time, and it's super annoying. Yeah. What so are you going to do? Like I mean, how? you know, uh, you, just like you said, if you, if you want to be able to switch between all three games that are on at once, you're going to have to get the college basketball package on DirecTV. I mean, By the way, 432-3893 for input uh, of any sort, or, of course, Impact Happy Hour. It's my screen name. Hey, uh, by the way, speaking of the NCAA tournament, which we're going to talk about, did uh, anybody see if uh, Brent Petway shaved the letters NIT into the back of his head uh, oh, this past week? Oh, you know week? what? I think, I think Michigan <laughs> is a lock for the finals of the NIT. You think? Yeah. Uh, They're consistent with their terribleness. <laughs> <laughs> that they they win the NIT <laughs> or get in the finals all the time. It's so fun. Like it's the one time that I appreciate watching, like going through the uh, uh, U of M blogs and seeing what they say about the basketball. We're number sixty six. Yeah. yeah. No, they're very upset. They want Tommy Amaker fired, of course. Yeah. Um, well, but they all love be. they all love Brent Petway. Yeah. You know, you think about it though, is if if we would have gotten Dion Harris, uh, who was lured away from Michigan State, basically, uh, to Michigan. Can you imagine if we would have just had one more point guard? How much better? I mean, obviously, next year, next year we're going to be very good. But uh... You know, the guy i got to wonder about, honestly, is um, Brandon Cotton. Yeah. He transferred to Detroit Mercy. Um, yeah, where's he now? Yeah. Where's he hanging out? <laughs> hanging out at the old uh, Coney Island. Yeah. Slopping up. Speaking of the NCAA tourney, I did not fill out a bracket, but I know that Dr. Klammer did it. Uh, by the way, an illegal activity, uh, just in case you haven't what? heard. You didn't know filling out a bracket to win, well, to win prizes uh, is illegal. I did not fill out a bracket to win a prize other than Unless you're my pride. Yeah, so you said, you, who do you have going all the way? I have Memphis winning the tourney. Very good. Yeah, they're uh, currently 22-game win streak. They're number two seed, um, which... Whatever. I mean, two seeds win sometimes, all the time. But they're they're just their consistency is great, and uh, yeah, I've, I think Memphis is going to pull it off. Memphis and Wisconsin actually is who I have for the final. The thing that I absolutely hate about this time of year is when blowhard news people who are so desperate for content come up with things. Have you heard it yet this year where uh, they've done a study where millions of work hours have been lost thanks to brackets and the NCAA. Tournaments NCAA's. that kill. Yeah, tournaments uh, taking away time from work and millions of hours in productivity. So does productivity. Porn, so does Facebook, so does MySpace, yeah. so does your mom. You know? <laughs> nice. Nice, Dr. Kilometer. Way to go back to uh, middle school. So I uh, I have yet to fill out a, a bracket. So far, the uh, the boys in green doing well thus far uh, as we are uh, playing in uh, North Carolina, as I recall, and, uh, versus Marquette. So we will see how that goes. Uh, David will keep us up to date as uh, things go along. Uh, in the meantime, the uh, scandal that you've seen on the news for the past three days. Um, do you really... First of all, I, I know where my political affiliations lie. I just don't care anymore. For the most part, all regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, all politicians do things to better their party as far as like their chances of holding power. That's not they the... all lie, they all cover stuff up. Yeah, that's the issue is the cover up. Not the not the deed. Right. It's but... a well known fact that um you know 
federal attorneys serve at the pleasure of the president, meaning the president can recall them at any time. Right. Um, but it's the cover-up saying that, oh, no, the White House wasn't involved. Oh, no, you know, they these people didn't know about it when in reality they, they all knew about it and they all condoned it. So That's the big deal. It's, I, yeah, but why? There's a lot that's been covered up in the past six years. What is this? I don't understand why they're with the Democratic Congress. Which, by the way, the uh, the the war, um, the bill that the, they were trying to talk about in Senate today failed, which uh, was kind of surprising. But nonetheless, well, you continue. know, what what happened? The Republican filibuster or what? No, I just didn't. Uh, I've, I didn't read a lot into it, but I, from what I understand, it, it was basically the bill that talks about withdrawing the troops from Iraq next year. Yeah, uh, failed in the Senate, so hmm. um, I, I didn't see a lot about it. But it would not surprise me if uh, somebody like Lieberman decided to, uh, you know, or Hillary decided to vote with the uh, war happy uh, right. Uh, I, I just, I'm so tired of seeing. I, I understand that news is politics and the like, but uh, it's. I don't know. Does anybody who, if the attorney general is basically the point is they're trying to they're trying to get the fact that the attorney general's chief of staff resigned when it was the attorney general that should have resigned, and then they found out today that it was Carl Rove knew all about it. Which oh is, yeah, they it was the the Arkansas guy who got fired um, was Carl Rove's best friend. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't under, understand why anybody or, would be sorry. I I didn't say that right. The guy who got fired in Arkansas was fired to make room for Carl yeah. Rove's buddy. I see. I don't. I don't understand why uh, it would be a big deal. <laughs> I mean, what is it? Is it surprising? Cronyism and nepotism is all over politics, especially in the Bush administration, and it just. I don't know. A, a classic thing, though, that I loved was yesterday I was watching C-SPAN, and uh, Hillary was at a uh, firefighter's, uh, was like a convention or something, and she was talking about how all oh, these politicians and right-wingers want to use you as photo ops. And I'm like, aren't you standing in front of the um, the uh, entire uh, Firefighters Union administration or whatever, uh, getting a photo op for you, you running for your presidential candidacy? Yeah, there was a, there was a camera there, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's a camera there. Okay, yeah. uh, that's right. Uh, I, whatever, I just don't care anymore. I don't care. There's like... A year and a half before... Uh, Is it really that long? A year and a half. You have to put up with us for a year and a half? year and a half. Well, um... I'm getting a coma. The, yeah, the, <laughs> ca- the California primary, they just changed it to be, what is it now, February? Yeah. Of, uh, of 08? Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be really early. We're going to have to deal with this political stuff a lot more than we ever used to. Oh. And it's going to be it's going to be pretty bad. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Speaking of comas, uh, lots of college kids putting themselves into them, apparently. According to a uh, study that came out today on CNN.com, a study says that prescription drugs are a problem on campus. Mm, Delicious. Uh, About half of U.S. students... Uh, U.S. college students binge drink or abuse drugs, uh, the study finds. Yeah, but Here's the thing. You look at the definition of binge drinking. The, the yeah. definition of binge drinking is drinking five or more drinks at a time. Okay, I understand you mean, you that mean most Saturday. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I understand that most adults don't go to you know hang out with their friends and drink a sixer, but there's a hell of a lot of adults that do. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that go to bars and do that. It's like, 
binge drinking is um, my favorite awesome. way to drink. It's the only way to drink, uh, the effective way to drink. No, uh, it, it's finding that um, the proportion of students who abuse uh, prescription painkillers is up sharply. Oh, that's, that's and, something no one in this room would know about. Uh, no, not no at all. Surprise. What's troubling is the tremendous increase in intensity of drinking and drug use. What's inten- What's intensity? Uh, they're really concentrating hard when yeah, they're drinking. Yeah, like the difference between playing you like gotta focus. It's the difference between playing fish while you're binge drinking or playing Andrew WK uh, while you're binge oh, drinking. From nice. The uh, from 1993 to 2005, the proportion of college students who abuse prescription painkillers such as Percocet, Vicodin, and OxyContin rose more than 300 percent to. 3.1%. 3.1%. That's about uh, 240,000 college students across the United States of America. Uh, the abuse of prescription stimulants, such as Ritalin and Adderall, doubled to 2.9%, which uh, is about 225,000 you know, students. Though I, yeah, I, you know, though, we haven't met these people taking these drugs girlfriends. Because I know I was about ready to start. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, they need the drugs. They're not abusing them. Uh, during the same period, daily marijuana yeah, use, daily marijuana use has more uh, than doubled to four percent. Oh, what's uh, so bad about that? Three hundred and ten thousand students. Overall use of other illegal drugs such as cocaine and heroin rose by half. To eight point two percent. Eight point two percent of people. Yeah, th- this of is a study. This is this is this is the thing. This is the study that's purporting the evils of prescription pills and drinking uh, and uh, uh, stimulants such as Ritalin and Adderall. St- uh, Ritalin and Adderall. Two point nine percent of college students uh, abuse them. Uh, prescription painkillers such as Percocet, Vicodin, and OxyContin. Three point one percent. Uh, and then the one who's the ones that are taking the uh, booger sugar uh, and <laughs> heroin is at eight point two percent, and yet the study is is purporting about how bad prescription pills are. Yeah, last time I checked, uh, eight point two is it, higher. It's pretty. It's a lot of. Uh, that's a lot of uh, really hardcore drugs. Yeah, that's what I would think. Uh, the percentage of students who drink remained about even, with a similar nineteen ninety nine point eight percent. Liars. They are liars. Yeah, Yeah, usually you want to stay away from the drugs that start, like, third world country wars, (laughs) as opposed to just make you lazy. (laughs) Binge drinking stayed at 40% of students, but the proportion who binge drink frequently, defined as three or more times over two weeks, drinking three times over two weeks. So, like, if I participated in a case race... Would that totally like you're use a raging my alcoholic, for, man? Uh, I need to that get would an use intervention. My for two weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sure. get an intervention. That uh, drinking ten or more times per month rose twenty five percent. Drinking three or more times per month rose twenty six percent. Daily smoking among college students cigarettes. Fell, yeah, fell from fifteen percent to twelve percent. Well, you don't need a cigarette if you're drinking a beer. Actually, you need one more. Not that I'm advocating that, but I'm just. Here's the thing that, that pisses me off the most. The substance abuse has contributed to alcohol-related deaths and injuries and sexual assaults against female students, the report said. Here's the thing. I would say that likely over 90% of the people that abuse drugs and abuse uh, females were abused in their past 
And the reason that 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 they're abusing alcohol and drugs is because of their past and not because of their pain. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying they either they either have like a genetic condition where they are addicts and they're prone to alcoholism, or they were abused, sexually abused, verbally abused, uh, physically abused in their past, and this is what happens. To blame it all on substances is absolutely ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and to offer no rehabilitative solutions either. college presidents deans and trustees have facilitated a college culture of alcohol and drug abuse that is linked to poor student academic performance depression anxiety suicide property damage vandalism fights and a host of medical problems i would say that 90 percent of those problems are because of the people not the drugs they take Can i know we... i know people that graduate magna cum laude that were high every single day can't we go back to blaming the media and video games please yeah <sighs> it's grand theft auto's fault yeah it's definitely grand theft auto's speaking fault. speaking of which grand theft auto pre-sales starting for the new one. Oh yeah no one knows where it's going to happen yet. Rumors are Europe. I I uh, I just hate I hate the way that the drug war and drugs are purported in the media. Um, I I don't think that there. I think that there's maybe two substances out there, drugs that I would never condone using. One being ecstasy, uh, because it actually it just wreaks havoc on your brain, and the other being crystal meth. What about other- crack? Oh, crack. It's delicious. Crack, yeah, because it's any anytime you smoke anything, it's 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 more addictive, and you get a lot of more a lot more of it in your bloodstream. But realistically, hmm. uh, it, drugs aren't the the bad part. Drugs aren't the answer, Brock. <sighs> Whatever. I just I hate I hate the way drugs are treated. Uh, well, you're in the media. Why don't you change it? Start up. Yeah, because radio some dude blog. on college radio is going to change the way world worlds the world thinks about drugs. It's uh. uh and I think it's a good goal to aspire to. I think legalizing marijuana would help our economy, and sales of you know bakery sales would go up immediately. <laughs> no, the, the, like, the cupcake the cupcake craze would uh, expand even more. No, it's the, I, I would say the same people that I, I don't. You know, the funny thing is, is they just uh, there was just a, a news story in the in the uh, news yesterday about a woman who is di- is uh, I think she's dying. Yeah, she's dying from cancer. The only thing that's kept her alive so far in California, she lives in I California where m- medical marijuana is legal, but the only thing that's keeping her alive because she because of her cancer, she's not eating anymore. Uh she's sick all the time, losing bodily fluids, getting dehydrated. The only thing that's helping her is is smoking the chronic. Uh medical marijuana. Medical marijuana. And the federal prosecutor said that even though it's medical marijuana, it is still illegal. And yeah, even though she's the, no, the it's, state law and the federal law actually clash. That's yep. right. And they and said there's a big article last week, two weeks ago, in Rolling Stone about the whole legal marijuana industry. And the state looks the other way, and they're cool with it. And there's actually lists of mar- marijuana-friendly doctors where you can get your prescription. Right. But when the feds come in, the party's over. Yeah. You, know, you can run a legitimate business, make money hand over fist, all legal to the state of California. But uh, when the feds decide they want to, you know, a little attention about it, they'll come in and bust you. I. It's absolutely ridiculous. They're going to let this woman die in prison because she had to try to maintain life. Uh, but you know what? They, uh, they'll be damned if you're going to change anything, uh, and let nature take its course with Terry Schiavo. Uh, I, oh, you did not. I mm-hmm. did. Uh, uh, see, I don't even smoke pot. I do not smoke pot. Yeah. 
Uh, and I think it's absolutely ridiculous that it is not legal. It's no more harmful than alcohol is. I think it's I would more say, harmful. I think alcohol is more harmful. Yeah, I would say alcohol is probably more harmful and leads to more problems than the chronic does. Uh, more automobile accidents, more sexual assaults, more crime, mm-hmm. et cetera, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. You're just getting more missed appointments. Yeah, <laughs> more cartoon watching. Oh, so anyway, uh, we need to go off and watch the rest of this game, uh, which apparently Ebok just got hammered pretty hard, according to David, so uh, that's uh, that's not a good sign. The Basement is up next, two hours of local oh, well, music. Hi, basement. Hi, uh, basement. Hi, basement. That hey. is Amanda in studio waiting to rock it out. Uh, I don't know if Kate's coming in. She usually does, but she's always late because uh, vet students are late to everything. And crazy. Know. And crazy. <laughs> Ask Terrell. <laughs> Super crazy. Uh, so that is up and next. Kate. Kate's nice. And, uh, yeah, Kate is kind of nice. Exceptions to rules. Uh, coming up at 10 o'clock, the hours of power, the most evil and most metal hours of music on the air in the Michigan area. That's from 10 until two with puke pile so stay tuned for that in the meantime go green we'll see you here next week on happy hour right here on impact 89 fm